This is the Mail Review on Yale Radio Cast. Uh, shout out to the new listeners of the Mail Review. Shout out to the new supporters and the new team members of Yale Radio Cast. Right on, right on. Oh man, we got a big show today. We got a in studio guest, Mr. Trevor David himself. What's going on, Big Trev? Oh man, <laughs> this is actually a, a, a close friend of mine. And we have been trying to get him. I have been personally trying to get him in the studio for the past three weeks now. I'm here, bro. I'm here today. You know, today is the day that matters. I'm here today. You did to, today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On today. Today. Gentlemen, on today. Shout out to the big homie Mark L. What's going on, Mark? What's good, people? Mark L. In the building. Here to run my mouth as usual. Yes, if you know me, you already know. What's good with you, man? Good to see you, brother. Good to see you, man. All right. Good to meet you. All right, all right. So, coincidentally, uh, on this day, <laughs> in March, uh, we have a pretty interesting topic. Um, and coincidentally, Mr. Trevor was able to grace us with his presence during this topic. So I'm gonna go ahead and start into how I led up to having this one to have this conversation. So on the way from Florida, shout out to the boy TR, man. We had a marvelous time in Florida. Listen. Shout out Gainesville. Listen. Well, Covers. Okay, we, we, let's shout out the whole state. Let's though. shout out. Well, you know, because I got famine. I got famine in Florida. Too. Okay, listen, wait, wait, wait. So here's the problem, though. But there's only one Florida man. So are we gonna have like a battle royal up here? Because oh, you know, Florida man. Yeah, Florida. There's only one. There's just one Florida man. Just one. There can only be one. Who's that? Who's that one, bro? Man, that's the thing. There's Florida man. I, I, Florida man himself is Florida man. He, he's a he's a he's a myth. Yeah, he's world travel. Kind of like kind of like the Dos Equis man. Yeah, kind of like that. He has all this experience and all these stories, but you never really seen him. Okay. You ever seen the Dos Equis man outside of the commercials? Never. Yeah, that's the Florida. That's man. the Florida man. That's Florida that's man. The Florida. That's how the Florida man. Gets yeah. Man, listen. <laughs> so we don't know. One of y'all could be Florida man. We're gonna play. Uh, guess who today? Okay. So so peep it though. So on the way from Florida, after we had a great weekend out there for um, our other um, part of the Mail Review TR after his birthday. And I uh, had a conversation with my sister. We was talking on the phone, and she was saying how in my family, my aunt, you know, was posing a question of why are all of her nephews dating outside of their race? Now, she had to pause and say, well, Dylan isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the one representing for the family. Uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't say representing for the family. I, I'm representing for, for, for me. Right I mean, because family is family, and, and, and you know, it kind of made me want to go into the concept of dating outside of our race because, for whatever reason, it has created a lot of anger by, yeah, I would say men and women, but from what I've seen, particularly, women have this idea that when men make it successful, for whatever reason, they date outside of their race. So I want to actually talk about why black men may go into dating other races. Is it does it have anything to do with finances, background, blah, 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 blah. Now, Mr. Trevor, I know, is a married man, but he is married to a woman out of African American descent, correct? Absolutely. My wife is Japanese, bro. Okay, so we want to go into how y'all met and everything and go to your storyline and we we hold up pause. We also want to go into this great book that he's written as well and his things that he has done in his life 
because this is going to be a very deep show. This is going to be a de- very deep episode of your radio. We, we hope it's deep. It's going to be deep. <laughs> we hope it's, it's deep. What's the it's, name of that book, man? Tell, tell us the name. Uh, the name of my book is The Eternal Outsider, 10 Years Black in Japan. It's a memoir. I spent 10 years living in Japan, and this is a memoir about what I got into and what I got out of in Japan. Incredible okay. experience. Okay. Yeah. So, so tell us about your wife and how you met. Tell you about my wife. Obviously, okay. y'all met. Did y'all meet in Japan? No, we didn't. Oh, okay. We, we actually met in Los Angeles, me and my wife. Um, yeah, when I came back from Japan, I think I came back 2013. I uh, came back to LA. Okay. It's going to try to jump off my acting career again. All right. In Los Angeles, City of Angels. And um, when I touched down, I had just actually gotten divorced right. from a Japanese woman in Japan. Not just, but. I got divorced in 2010, I think, in Japan. I stayed an extra three years, spent some time with my wife, uh, my children, and then I came back. And um, I, I, I actually swore off Japanese women. Really, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. The whole, just the whole, the all whole of slew up. All, all of them. Okay. When I came, okay. yeah, when I came back, I just didn't really have a good taste in my mouth about. Not particularly Japanese women, but the, the the experience that I had with the international intercultural marriage, right. it was very difficult. And I just kind of came back thinking, well, Trev, you know, you tried that. That that was interesting. That was fun. That was an experience. But let's not do that anymore. <laughs> so okay. the fact okay. that I've, I I actually got married again to another Japanese woman is crazy. I don't, I don't know if it's testimony <laughs> to you know, stupidity or right. testimony to um, the fact that I find myself, you know, I, I guess attracted to um, a lot of the values that I that I was able to witness in Japan. So I met my wife here. I met my wife in Los Angeles. I was teaching English at a college over in L- in L.A. Um, shout out Columbia West College. Okay. And um, <laughs> she was one of my students. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed oh. to. She's one of my students. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you know, as long I mean, you were teaching at a college, right? Oh yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, you were you were definitely beyond. What, it wasn't a high school. Wasn't okay, it? good. As long as it wasn't a high school and you didn't meet her in high school, no. I think you good. I think you good, bro. She yeah. was she was college. Yeah, age. she was an adult. That's that that's acceptable. It, it, you know, it was actually a school for uh, adult learners of English. Okay. You, you know, okay. It, ESL, it's a program, and it was a school for uh, adult learners of English, English, and I'm a professional English teacher, so... English second language, right? Yes, English, English teacher. English teacher. Exactly. I was an English major in college, so Florida. right on. Shout Florida. out Clark Atlanta University. Shout out English. Shout out, shout out University of Florida. Man, I know none of this kind of stuff that you people speak of. <laughs> uh, All this furthering your education and everything. <laughs> what the hell do we... Do? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, so so go ahead and talk. Go ahead and tell us more about it. You know what I'm saying? Mark, okay. Mark Hill will work on that. All know. right. So uh, anyway, I can still, I can hear you. Yeah. yeah so uh, my wife was in my class. I was teaching and she was just, if I can be honest, she just was a fabulous student. She was, she was really studious. She took it very seriously. And, right. Uh, she was a fantastic student and that turned me on. There you go. You just yeah. turned me on. You just turned me I did, back I, on. No, I didn't turn It was me. just that. Um, yeah. All it took was a touch. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so... Yeah, she was a student in my class. She was the best student academically in the class, and uh, she took it really seriously. And exactly. you know, like I said, I was kind of turned on by that, and um, by her intelligence. Yeah, by okay. the, yeah, by her intelligence and the fact that she took it really seriously, and she didn't come to class to play around like a lot of the other students. She's very serious and very mature, and yeah. approached it like I think a mature person should approach, you know. 
education in their you know in their adulthood as a child you don't really take it seriously you don't know what you're supposed to be doing correct but as an adult if you're going back to school and you're paying for it and what have you and you've made a decision to for example learn another language you know i think you should be pretty disciplined about it and, and, and get in get into it and she was right and that turned me on man so you know i started kind of trying to get to know her a little bit better and one thing led to another and you know i guess two two three years later we got married okay i mean i can i can tell you some more details you can ask but that's basically the story of how i met my wife well you know what's cool about it uh trev is that um i'm hearing uh i've heard nothing about uh you saying hey you know her being japanese or her being black or her being white or her being another race what you said was you were attracted to how she approached education. No doubt. That's what brought you in. And so, you know, just because, you know, a lot of people will look at that um, and say, you didn't pick uh, a sister or you didn't pick a specific race. I don't think people do that. I think primarily, you know, I've never met a guy that says, you know what? You know, you hear jokes, you know, we joke around like, you know what, man, I'm gonna go get me a insert, you know, ethnic background here. As right. opposed to what I'm dealing with, you know, right. in a joking manner. Right. Um, but for the most part, I think people are attracted to people. So, you know, there are people who look at that and say, you you couldn't find someone of insert ethnic background right. here. Right. You couldn't right. find somebody who does this or does that. I come from that background where, you know, I was raised by a strong black woman, which, you know, which is fine. Of course, most people say you should marry someone who looks like your mother or who right. reminds you of your mother. Right. You know, I've heard all this stuff, you know, right. don't bring her home and she can't use your comb and all that stuff. <laughs> but, um, I have to I've say, never, I never, heard, never that. heard that before. <laughs> don't don't bring her home listen. and she can't use your comb. Listen, <laughs> I, I am a little ancient. Y'all see, y'all see these gray hairs. Right? Uh. Y'all see these gray hairs. So I'm a little old. So maybe that might be a little too old school, but I've heard that. That's been a statement that that has run around the community for a long time. Where don't bring it home if she can't use your comb, which basically means stay within your race. Right. Um, nobody ever explained to me why this is something that you're supposed to do. Aha. Uh -huh. Nobody ever explained why you're absolutely supposed to do it. I understand about you know making sure that you know your race succeeds, making sure that your race is more populated in the world or in right. society. I right. understand that. Right. But nobody ever said. Why I specifically had to? Right. So I, like, I definitely like, like it's no kind of sin, right? And some people have made it out to be a certain sin, right? Or, or you called it a sellout in what? in, in oh your my community God. if <laughs> you do that, and that's what I hear a lot now. Correct. I've heard that a lot too, and I'm sure you have. Absolutely, like, and, and I think this is the th this is the thing. From some of my best friends, from some of my biggest so so called supporters, from boy, from potential business I partners. Boy, yeah. I tell you what, I tell you what, let's take about a, a two minute break and I wanna go into this calling people sellouts or, or, or giving people titles because of them maybe not sticking within their culture or their race. Sounds like projection and, to me. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will, no, because I, I want to take a break and give people time to take their breath. This is the Mayor Review. We're going to take a break, and we will be right back in a moment. Get the business. Get the business. The gold standard. The gold standard. Yo, 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 yo. This is your girl, Kate Shancy. I want you to listen in to Women in a Mic. We will hit on all kind of topics. 
that. So he's gonna say, send him a picture. Like, it's not like he offered up anything. Okay? <laughs> be honest about who you are. Be honest about your man intentions. Being honest. Man, being know, honest. You're asking for too much. Man, being honest. Oh, oh come on. Really? A man being oh, honest. Oh, but they're honestly speaking all of it down Facebook. <laughs> mad about somebody kissing in your Cheerios? Come on, let's talk about this. As certain people say, y'all look high maintenance. Not knowing that this is his trend, but thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> We're here for all of your talking needs. Men, stop hat fishing us. Please stop hat fishing us. So as friends, if I had on something or one of us had on something that wasn't appropriate. Take your shit off. Then try again. <laughs> Yell radio cast. Oh my gosh. Amari's wedding was so nice. And the food was wonderful. Oh, thank you. I found this great caterer, M&M Catering and Bakery. I mean, she did everything perfect. I mean, she really has a taste that you cannot resist. Girl, where can I get her information? Well, you can reach her by email at myrline52 at gmail.com or just reach out and call her. Her number is 470 470- Four nine five one seven zero four. M and M Catering and Bakery. M and M Catering and Bakery. Thank you so very much for that information. I'm calling her right now. Get the taste you cannot resist. And we are back from a commercial break. We're back on Yale Radio Cast Live. This is the Mail Review. We got our guest Trevor David in the building. No doubt. Um, and we are discussing interracial dating. As it pertains to black men dating other races, it's, it seemed to be a trend on social media that upsets people that we are entertaining other options. Mm. And, okay, okay, so Trevor. That's a diplomatic way to put it. Yes, that's very <laughs> yes, 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 man. Yes. The man of diplomacy. Boy, let me tell yes. you, T.R. would bring it all the way from T.R. <laughs> <laughs> don't doubt to call in. He don't doubt to call in. He gonna be hitting us in a minute. Lord. So, um, but you have uh, explained before the break that you were married to, you know, um, your wife from Japan. Yeah, my wife is Japanese. You know, and this is your second relationship. <laughs> second, second Japanese second wife. Jacket, oh, second, okay. second Japanese. I'm out here tripping. <laughs> second Japanese wife. And second Japanese my, wife. I mean, it's my so second you, wife. So you've been with some sisters, but you ain't married to sisters. No. Ooh, you will catch it in certain. Ooh, <laughs> certain certain places you will catch it. Really? Now, really. Now, um, as I was saying, how we went into the reason for this topic, basically, um, somebody in my family felt some type of way about the reason that the men of the family are dating outside of their race. So it, it caused me to kind of look into, okay, so let's go into the reasons why. Let's just not say we're dating and just think we're dating because of they think that black men uh, achieve a certain level of success. And then we say, forget you, black woman. Mm. Maybe that black man was never interested in black women to begin with. Mm. It may have not been his preference. It may not have been his preference to begin with. So you see a man that's now popular, Ezekiel Elliott, and you saw what happened to him years ago, the Dallas uh, Cowboys running back, and he kind of got in trouble with the white woman. And what everybody said on social media, oh, he deserved what he get for messing with a white woman. I don't know what happened to a boy. I don't even know. Uh, there was uh, a charge um, that kind of led into, he did this to me, they were dating. 
And it was a white woman. And it was a white woman. I mean, the same girl. thing happened to Kobe, right? That, right, that, right. They same tried thing. to do Kobe like same that. Thing. Right? Okay, so that's what they did to Zeke. But it wasn't clear that it happened like this. There was a lot of proof that she was just doing this to kind of mess up his career. Sure. There was a lot of proof to say, well, this ain't necessarily what happened there. Okay, so what happened was once this reached social media, a lot of people were saying he got what he deserved for messing with a white woman. Really? Does he really deserve to have his career thrown into the trash because of somebody who he dated that was a trash-ass person? Well, people want to make excuses, man. People want to make excuses for what they are not doing in their own lives uh, and why maybe their relationship situation isn't how they really, really want it to be. Correct. So when they see somebody else go through something negative, they're quick to be like, oh, see, look, what see, if he hadn't been doing that, blah, 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 that wouldn't have happened to him. Right. Rather than, you know, looking at their own relationship and their right. own situation and right. what they may or may not lack or need or, or, or they could incorporate into their lives. Values, different kind, different set of values they can incorporate into their own lives to attract the kind of man that will want to stay with them, uh -huh. regardless of race or what have you. Like, yeah. that's what it is for me, man. Like, you know, like, like I said, like, my wife... I didn't, you know, it's funny, like, I didn't want to be with Japanese women. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had decided I'm not going to mess with these Japanese girls. I've had my fill of them, you yeah. know, when I spent my time there. But her, you know, her as an individual, her values as an individual is what attracted me to her. And that's why we got married, because of her values. You right. know, if I met a woman who was, you know, a sister... If I met a sister who had the values that my wife has, maybe I'd be married to a sister now. It doesn't matter. It was about the values. Yeah, it was just about it. For yeah. me, for me, it was about it was about the values. Well, you know? isn't it about the values for everybody? No, though? man. Or she, okay, no. it, of course it's not, because some people get married off financial-based no. situations. Yeah, right? and, and, and you're right. So, so I would say, should it be, shouldn't it be, based off of the value that this person brings or provides for you, does that have a color barrier that's the thing i see what i'm saying i like, think I, you know what it's funny because um i think it should be based on the value i think it should be based on how that person represents or shows up in your life right how down. you represent and show up in that person's life i don't really think it's down to a color now the other side of that argument is simply um be, within your race, you have some of the same cultural understanding. No doubt, um, there are things that you just know. And you know. you know what? This is something that I. This is something that I've had to give up. Gotcha. Being in a relationship with a Japanese. But woman. did you have to? But that, now that's the, that's a, that's another question. I'm sure that's going to come up. You know, as we go through this, um, is there a point where you feel like you have to be? less yourself or you know let's just keep it funky keep it all the way real right do you have to act less black or less how you would normally act in any given situation okay in order to be in this relationship yep. you know I, now you know granted you know you have uh people who um do change who they are you know we can have a whole long talk about code switching um, I work at a I work at a job where, of course, you know I speak this way, and, and I'm using my speaking voice. Mm -hmm. But the people that know me know I just keep it funky. You know, I just talk how I feel like talking at whatever time. So it's not that I have to code switch. It's something that I've done naturally for years. Right. But do you find that in this relationship? And is she? I mean, just you know, just asking, you know, out of curiosity. 
uh, for nothing else. No was she born and raised in Japan, or was she? Oh. Or she's American. My wife is a full-on Japanese. Full-on Japanese. She moved woman. here. She moved here. A, year, a few months before we met. Okay, so yeah, she was okay. So she's, she was she's, she's straight Japanese, straight from Jap Japan, yeah. straight from Japan. Okay, yeah. so do you feel that in order to help her, I guess, understand, or in order to help bring her into your experience, did you kind of have to meet her at her level and explain things? And and the, and do you find yourself having to minimize being who you are? So you know, you you know, you whip out and. And, and drop some Tupac, and I'm you know I'm not saying anything against your wife. Like she might like Tupac, there might be right. a Japanese dub of, of Machiavelli, which I would love to hear. <laughs> you know, I would love to hear that. No to doubt. be honest, but what I'm saying is, as far as culturally, right. so in order to talk to her culturally, like let's say you walk into, let's say you take her into a parent's house or a friend's house, and you know she sees you give somebody five or give them some dap or shake hands, <laughs> you know, just just being on the the outside of funny, does she look like? Is he trying to attack you? You know, you're smiling, but y'all are wrestling. Y'all got, got each other in an arc. Why are you sitting in a minute, boy? You're looking it's, good. It's, boy. It's, it's Damn, look at it's you. Look, look at you. But do you, do you find yourself having to say, no, no, baby, we, we're not having a fight or anything like that? You know, I'm just saying, do you have to, do you feel like you have to minimize your blackness nice. in any way? Which I think is the big thing. I think that's a big thing people ask. Nice. Nothing like that. Like, you know, again, man, it's, it's about values. You know, I think my wife and I were attracted to each other based on both of our values like you know like i said i appreciated the fact that she's intelligent studious disciplined took it seriously mature and i was the same way as a teacher you know i came to school every day on time with my lessons prepared and i was dead serious about my job i took it very seriously and i know that those values those same things appeal to her and that set of values is kind of something that I experienced a lot of in Japan that they 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 serious you know they serious about what they're doing you know they 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 take pride in everything that they're doing they're very serious about it their work is very serious you know um, so again it was the values thing but as far as like having to tone down my blackness my question for my, my my return question would be is what's the definition of blackness you know what I'm saying there we like, go like what's go. I'm just when you look at me I'm just as black as the next dude you know you don't look at this dude and be like is he what is he you right know, brother I'm, you know so I got as much blackness in me in terms of that as far as the next dude now we, you know we could have a debate about certain values and cultural attributes and what have you that exist in the American black community that I don't want to have nothing to do with okay, so. Right. You know, right. if you know, like right. now, now, now you might get told you're not black enough. Exactly. So, so this that's is the, thing. That's the argument now, I now, have with with, now, with the people who who, who say right. that. Now let me, now let me, now let me lead into that right there. So, somebody who like Trevor may be told because of your diversity, I'll say you are no doubt diverse gentleman. Because of your diversity and your cultural experience. You may be told you're not black. I heard that a million right? times. So now, when somebody who gets told this constantly through their life, their life, you're not black enough. You're not hip enough. You lame, dude. Then they go. Why to do you talk so white? Proper, Why do you, you know, talk white? So now, this is this is how seeds get planted. Why? This is things you need to understand. So now, somebody maybe not Trevor's reason, but anybody else's reason to say, well, shit. I'm already not being accepted by my community anyway. Let me go over here and experiment. Let me go over here and experiment. So now you go over here and experiment. That was, that was partially my experience. Right? And then you come what home with it? somebody of another race. That was my experience. Then they're telling you you're wrong. You're but, a sellout now. But wait, you told me 
I wasn't black that enough. That was my experience, bro. When I moved down to Florida from New York, when I moved down to Gainesville, Florida from New York, right? Them sisters, I thought they were fine. Them sisters at my high school. I went Man, to I've seen. Shout out yeah. to the ladies in Florida. I, yeah, but, I have to agree. But them same sisters was not feeling me. Oh, wait. They was straight up on some, like, why, you know, Ooh, he talked too proper, you know. Where where he from? This kind of thing, you know. And they they you know they kind of really pushed me outside of their little community because right. I was an alien for them. Right. Having come down from New York. Okay. So I was like some weird weird freaky weirdo for them. They kind of you know they looked at me like I was like the circus clown. Right. And nobody don't want to get with the circus clown. <laughs> so, so I know. There you go. So, I know. So, but 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 know. Uh, you know another group I know. of people I know. accepted. They were oh, they were curious, more curious, you know. Oh, you know, well, you're from New York, you know. They were just more interested in me and more accepting of me as a human being, as a person, as a regular person, as a person. Wow. So he naturally gonna gravitate to that. Yeah, right. Why, why are you gonna fight? Why are you gonna fight with showing Swimming you love? Right. Swimming right. upstream. Right. Right. Just because you are old, something to people who don't even act like you're a part of. Never that. Right. Now this is the another thing. Maybe, just maybe, because I got some cousins who. It's where they grew up at. I remember my aunt saying, Junior better not walk in here with no white girl. But you're from Fort Lauderdale Beach, Florida. <laughs> Did she ever tell him why? No. You're supposed Who's to know better. You're supposed to know better. But this is the thing. If you are born and raised and surrounded by only that or majority of that, what do you expect somebody's going to be used to? Simple logistics, bro. It's, it's just logistics. Location, and, 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 location, and location, I was a kid. Right. I was a kid. I promise you. I promise you. I was 12 years old laughing at that because I already knew at 12 and everybody in this neighborhood is white and everybody around him is so this is what his representation was this is yeah I, I mean this is what he saw shout out to my cousin I love him you know what I'm saying but I think that this is what he mostly saw around him so that's where you draw your conclusions that's where he's gonna be comfortable around because you're not putting him over here around the majority okay and that's all he's around so that's what you become used to. Absolutely. So it's not like you're turning on your race. I can't identify with my race. I can't. I, I am my I, race. I, I, am my, I am my race, but I can't identify with or relate to just because I'm black. So I can't just say, okay, just because I'm black, but you told me I have to, Trevor, act black. Correct. But you're not telling me what acting black is like. What is and that you know, supposed to be? That acting black, bruh, what that does is that limits people in terms of how they express themselves. When you when you put when you put a box around anybody, when you right. put a box around a quote unquote a race of people and you tell them this is how you're supposed to act, this is how you're supposed to think, this is what you're supposed to do. Right. What that does, bruh, is limit the extent to which their imagination okay. can, ima can imagine other things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're limiting yourself by saying you you have to act black. Well, okay, so what's your definition of black? What does that mean? Does that mean that I should I should speak improper English? Does that mean that I should, you know, um, I should be out every night like drinking, you know, getting my drink on and you know, I don't know, rolling blunts, doing, right. doing whatever, doing whatever you think is you're black. Make, you're making me being black, being ignorant. Exactly. And it's a, st a stereotype. It's a stereotype. It's stereotype. So you're telling me I gotta like chicken? 
Do I have to like watermelon? Because I really don't too much care for watermelon. Oh no, I love I love me some. Good I mean, I I, I, I like it, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna be the poster boy for buying it. Right, I got you. You know what I'm saying? So it's about choice. It's about choice. Correct. So so now now you're looking at the choices. I was in the military. They sent me from Pensacola to Fort Drum, New York, the city outside of Fort outside of Fort Drum was Watertown, New York. And I swear, Watertown, New York was 100% white. 100. So until you got there. So, yeah. Fly to me. <laughs> you know, I had to cruise the city, see what was in the city. See what's happening. And I'm like, okay, now, as a man, you, you get lonely. Uh-oh. 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 So I'm like, uh-oh. 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 Let me meet some cool people. It's, not cool white people. It's not inevitable. Cool black people. It's, cool people. it's so, inevitable for people to mix. It's, 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 it's inevitable. It's inevitable. So, and it's better for the human race and it's better for individual yes, races. It is. Because if you go outside of your race and you date a woman of another nationality and you 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 uh you meet some right. you, or you're you, you become accustomed to some right. values that she has that aren't really in the black community, right. you can then spread those values or embody those better values and spread them to people closer to you. And you find out we are not as different as they try to That's true. Okay, let me tell you something. The first and the only person to ever run bath water for me and wash me from head to toe is a white woman. Is a white woman. White woman. Uh-oh. Yeah. We want to go into that part? I'm not sure. Yeah. We want to yeah, go I, into I, that. Maybe, maybe really, we don't need cool. to. It's good enough to yeah, know cool. that cool. it happened. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> let's go into maybe black woman. Uh-oh. Nope. Say it. <laughs> say it. Say it, bro. Maybe other races have still embraced submission to their men. You're not allowed to say that. You Boy, listen. Man, you, you don't see what that sign say behind you? Hair Radio Cast, you know who run this shit? My bad, my bad, my bad. I know there's some people out there, though, saying, is that nigga really saying what he's saying? Oh, oh, he's saying it. We got this video on saying it. He says it. He says it. Because we just did this show last week, and shout out to my brother, Sincere, who right said, on. he asked a room full of women, what do you feel about submission? And all of them took a gas, like, like he grabbed their heart. And it was a problem for him submitting. So I'm saying, since it was a, and every woman in that room had acted like that was a issue. Submission to your man. But I think now, I think that phrase, submission to your man or submitting, it has a negative connotation. Automatically. And a black woman or a, a Western woman is going to feel offended the moment you say to her, you got to well, submit to me. They're going to they're gonna get what? a whole visual I'll image of them. Well, being, here's what I know. I, I'll tell you what, though. I, I'm, go, go ahead. If I'm going to lead, you automatically need to be in a submission role. That's, you can't be unsubmissive and ask me to lead. Correct. If, like, you ask, if you're asked to lead. If, if you're asking me to lead. If you're asked to lead. You automatically have to submit to my leadership. Well, this is something that, brother, I think is missing in Western women, American women, right. and black women. I, I think it's missing in Western women the idea that 
The dude has to be the leader, and that means somebody got to submit. But again, for me, it's the definition of submit. The, de the image that they the, get in the their image. Head. Now, I, I know, I know where a lot of it comes from. A lot of it comes from the fact that the black woman has been separated from the black man for so long that they have had to be the own leaders. That now they feel like they don't have to. I get a lot of that too, black woman. I understand it. I'm not. I'm not against you not being submissive. I'm against. You understand, I just want you to understand why a man might veer outside of the black woman. Because other races still have an idea of, I'm going to be behind my man. And they haven't had the pain that you have had, black woman. Understand this is all I'm saying. If, you, if you're going to argue about it, at least try to understand where it's coming from instead of just being mad at it. Well, now let me say this too. Just, you know, just throwing in another side of that argument. Naturally, if you are a leader, they will automatically, if you are, submit. This is true too. If you present a leadership you present position, yourself as a leader. look, I'm gonna tell you one of the favorite lines from one of my favorite movies to remember the Titans. You know, it was an argument between two players, a black and a white player, right. who both played on defense. And I remember the white player being the captain of the defense saying, "Hey, listen, why won't you listen? You won't listen to anybody. You are a great player, but you won't listen to anybody." And your attitude is horrible. But the brother told him straight up, and, and this is, we're going to go out on this. What he told him straight up was, attitude reflect leadership. Mm. Serious. Right. I think that applies in all situations. Definitely. I don't have to tell you to submit to me if I'm a leader. Right. This is true. So, yes, by, by adding that word in, you're definitely going to evoke negative, negative right. thoughts and negative right. vibes. Right. But I don't have to tell you to submit to me. Right. If I'm leading. That's just that's I'm a leader right there. Uh, just put that. Well, just put but, that. Well, I, I, well here here's, but here's what I want. Isn't every man expected to still be that? I mean, so if every man is expected to lead, that means every woman is expected to submit. Or mm -hmm. name a woman that's gonna say, I'm gonna be with you and I wanna be the leader okay, and you, you be submissive to me. Let me ask both y'all a question. Yeah. Sure. Define submit. What what does it mean? What is she doing when she's submitting? What is she what is her role? What are her responsibilities as the submissive wife? What do you think those are? Which, well, well, I personally don't buy into this submissive thing because I was raised in a single parent household and I seen my mom run the show. And I too was so raised. I don't I don't buy into way. the concept of I'm automatically the leader just because I'm a man. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't, I don't really buy the whole be submissive to me thing. I'm just arguing for the fact that women want a man to lead them, although I may not have asked to be the leader. Correct. So well, I'm saying, I, I say, I say, I think, I think the audience probably got some stuff to say about that. I see Brother Terrence ooh, saying submissiveness Terrence. does not or doesn't equate that the woman doesn't have a say. I no, say no, 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 no. She definitely has a say. Keep in mind, we're only getting the opinions of three men here, and we want, we really want some female. Feedback. Yes. We're going to take another little break, man, and we're going to come back here on Radio Cast the Mail Review. The gold standard. The gold standard. Get the business. No matter what they 
Yeah, man, check this out. This one goes out to the independent artists. If you can't get any airplay, you're not getting the promotion that you feel you need, and you need a buzz, holler at us at Yale Radio Cast. To let one of our multiple packages, if you are an artist or if you're a manager of an artist, register your music directly on our website, YaleRadioCast.com, and we can have you on the air within 48 hours. Once again, Yale Radio Cast, doing it for the independent artists because we support independent artists. You already know what it is. Get you a buzz. The bottle, get the business. God loving textiles, point blank death smiles, Steph Curry projectiles. Your radio cast, the gold standard of online radio. We already bring you all music all day with this one for my hip hop heads right here. Check us out, the lyrical exercise. You already know how we bring it from the East Coast to the West Coast to down South and even international. We bring you all bars all day. Hip-hop ain't dead. It's right here on Yale Radio Cast. Yeah, demolished cause I've been at this. I've always been this advanced and it started so female rappers still patterns but they not matching. Ironic cause if it's fashion they probably have it matched. But bitches just wanna do I be chopping and I be catching We are back from a break. YaleRadioCast.com The mail review. Thank you for everybody for listening in and tuning in and watching us on Facebook Live once again. Let us know what you think about the black man and his choices of interracial dating and the reasons why. Uh, we went into some reasons with our in-studio guest, um, Trevor here, who yeah. has his own book. And is there anything in your book about that? Well, I mean, the entire book, bro, like, it was my experience in Japan and all the women that I talk about in the book are Japanese. You oh. know, there's, it was my experience in Japan, so I didn't, you know, I didn't go, I didn't go date any sisters. I didn't go, I did have one experience with a sister in Japan. It didn't okay. quite, you know, didn't quite last. But, um, yes, yeah, this book is all about my experience with Japanese women. Okay. Essentially. The name of it? The Eternal Outsider. The Ten Eternal. Years Black in Japan. Now let me now let now let's go into that that title in itself says a lot. It sure does. The inter, the eternal outsider. Yes, so it. you kind of feel like you are a outsider. I do. I've always felt sort of like an outsider in life, man, since I can remember. Since right. back in the day growing up in Queens and Brooklyn, I can okay. I, I can remember even then feeling like an outsider, but this particular book is about my experience as an outsider in Japan. Okay, so now, outsider being culturally, do you you feel like that personally? Yeah, in a lot of ways I do. You know, I, I, when I met you, I... I you, I, you probably thought... I caught that... I, I caught that... <laughs> I, I caught that he's different, but he's cool as he's otherworldly. I, you that know, is a good term. I, I, but, but hey, we, we he was my guy from that moment, though. You know, I, I've I think, always I think we have a, I think we have an issue with not being able to accept people for their differences and learning people mm-hmm. outside of what we know our circle of people to be. Okay. You know, and that kind of limits us from growing and accepting other people. And I think the thing with men, we per- probably are not caught up so much with maybe race when we're talking about dating. Because, I mean, I think I can admit from a standpoint of just the sex aspect. Oh, let's talk about sex. Uh-oh. From the sexual aspect, <laughs> it don't matter what color you are. I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. If, I, I, if I'm here just for the ass, it's, it's, it's the same color in the dark. 
<laughs> yeah, but you you know, there's different there's it's different the attributes uh, for each. But I mean that that goes that goes woman to woman. It doesn't matter what yeah, it don't matter what race that goes woman to woman. Yeah. That goes yeah. woman to woman. I mean That's I I would true. never Imagine, you know, <laughs> all black women do this, all white women do that, right. all Japanese women do this. Although because... I just had a, I just had a conversation with the friend that's watching on the live feed that black women at one point thought that certain things white women did were nasty and grotesque. Same and, for black men, and now they do it. I.e., once again, once upon a time, oral sex was like, them white women is sucking. I would never. Now they now you don't see nothing but black women on Facebook with a cucumber in their throat. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm just calling for what it is. <laughs> there was a video. I, 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 this is quite I, a few videos. I, boy, I, I see. Cool. Anyway, I was but, but so I am watching so much disgust. I, mean, I, I did. I mean, I you know for research for science. For Anybody science, who knows me, my, my background is for science. For science, <laughs> you do anything. For science, we do I, do, I do it for science. The research of why is she? This is correct. Why is she? You know, nine inches. Wow, this is science. 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 Scientific. But you know. Even with that, even with that, no, I can't, I can't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't narrow it down to a race, but you know what? Let's go ahead and play with that a little bit. Let's play. So, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to assume that you have also dated black women. Yeah. You did say that you had an experience in Japan with black women. Yeah. I'm going to assume that you've dated other races outside of Japanese as well. Yes, sir. So, in your opinion, just, and we're just asking for opinions here. We just ask for opinions. I'm not going to ask the question everybody thinks I'm going to ask. I'm not going to ask <laughs> I'm that. No, no, no. I'm not going to ask that question. Okay. I, I don't, because, I, you know. You hey, save that for later. Yeah, I'm going to say that question. Okay. That, cool. That's going to be on Mark L. After dark. Y'all stay tuned for that. <laughs> uh, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. But, no, the question I'm going to ask you is, so, from that standpoint, the differences, yeah. with those, do, do you think they're distinctly different? And when you, when their attitudes say, or their approaches. You to, say they, you talk about Japanese just different women, Japanese. women in general. Do you think that women in, in the, the, the various races that you've dated, do you think there's a distinct difference in just sexually? We ain't even yeah, gonna I go do. into the full right. culture. You do think there's a Absolutely. difference. Absolutely. Okay, now you ain't gotta go into no, no dirty detail sure. until my show. I'll call you back. Man. Sure, sure. Um, but no, <laughs> y'all gotta talk about that. Talk about that. Um, but um, so what, what are some of the, just give me one difference between, let's just say, uh, Caucasian women to black Japanese women to black women. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna compare the two based on the east and the west because that's what the comparison okay, is. Got you. to me. Got you. Um, Western women. I'm gonna include white women and black women in the same category. Okay. Versus not really versus, but the difference between Western women and Asian women. Okay. The biggest difference for me, bro, um, that I find is here in the West, our culture is based on a Judeo-Christian concept of creation in terms of, you know, religion. It's very religiously oriented in terms of Jesus and, uh, you know, his father God and the Ten Commandments and the definitions of sins therein and being brought up here in the West with this sense of shame that we attach to religion, uh, attach to sex based on religion okay we, we you know um we were bo- in here in the west we, you know we essentially believe that we were born in sin we were conceived in sin that's a a really religious concept that is very intertwined with how we as westerners are brought up and m- women attach 
that sense of guilt to sex as well. In the West? It's here in the West. Okay, it's, gotcha. it's a t You know, there's a sense of attachment between sh sex and shame and sin here in the West, and all of that is based on religion. Okay. okay. In the East, they don't have that religion. There is no sense of we're born into sin. There is no Jesus, in Japan in particular, there is no Jesus is the savior. There is no Christianity. Like maybe less than 5% of the population of Japan are Christian. Le I'd say less than that. Wow. Okay. Um, so they don't have this sense of sin that is intertwined with shame that is mixed in with religion to attach to sex. Do you okay. understand? Okay. Okay. So that for exactly that reason, they allow their biology to take over. Whereas I, I feel here in America, American women, you know, even if they're turned on by you biologically or whatever, above, above and beyond that is their sense of shame that they've got attached to this sexual thing. So they'll... This biological work, thing, right. Exactly. So they'll work hard to, you know, to tamp down their biological response sexually. And, you know, that's no good. Okay. You know, that's gotcha. just no good. That doesn't work for you. That doesn't the, work for you. No, yeah. The, you know, I... I want. I don't want to have to fight through that to be able to know that you're attracted to me. Gotcha. I didn't have that experience in Japan, and you know that's one of the reasons why I, I guess, took a liking to Japanese because I didn't have at least that to fight with. There was other things I had to fight with, but at least that—the whole religion, God, shame, sin—I didn't have those things to work against. Yeah. So, so did. Was there a difference in the approach with that you have with the Asian and the other races you dated versus black women? Because I think we're dealing with a lot of, still we're dealing with a lot of belief that men need to be the aggressor or men need to shoot their shot and women have the opportunity to say no basically at the end of the day. And if you don't, you're not a real man or you can't handle a strong woman like me. Whatever that means. Whatever well, I mean, that kind of goes back to the same thing we're <laughs> talking about with religion because, you know, we, we, you know, we all came up and, and, you know, there's a lot of discussion about, you know, the patriarchy nowadays, um, about, you know, it being a, a, a male-led society or a male-dominated society, which I do agree with. We were all raised under that same patriarchy and that same understanding. So just bringing it just to the Western world in general, you know, we're often taught from, you know, knee high. And, you know, in all of our images, in all of our, you know, commercials, and TV shows and movies, it's always the man is responsible for uh, the aggressive point. You're supposed to see a woman and, and find a woman and create that relationship. Track her down. You're her down. This is what you're supposed to do. And, Chase and, it's, her. and it's frowned upon, uh, even by some men, for women to step out there and say, hey, look, I like you. I'd like right. to date you. I, you know, you know, because who does that? And we're not even going to talk about because, you know, I've seen plenty of videos they put on Facebook with, you know, the new trend, as I've heard as of late, is women proposing to men. And, oh, man, it oh. goes into an uproar. Oh, I man. would you never. Know, I have fun with that. Listen, I, one, of, one of my homegirls, and, 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 and actually, uh, yeah, one, one of my best friends in the world. <laughs> you know, we joke about it. We have a good time about it because it's hilarious because she and I, you know, you know we, we're really tight like that. She said, I would rather cook rice one at a time. <laughs> and, and to propose that to propose, then to get on my knee and propose you know to what? a man. And and the, but here's here's the thing though, um, I don't see a problem with that. I don't see a problem with a woman 
deciding she likes this man and she wants to be with this man right. and her wanting to go after that man and, and quote unquote shooting her shot. My right. wife my wife proposed to me, man. Okay. My wife asked me to marry her. Okay. See, now I'm pretty sure there's a there's a there's a thousand different people who will just tear her to pieces. Right. You got on one knee and proposed to him. Men are supposed to do, I'm sure. But once I've again, all but once again we're going we're doing this based off of cultural cultural or a different religious belief of what the rules are and who should do what. Correct. That's why I asked. Maybe this is one thing. Let's find out why men may be going to other races. This may have something to do with it. It's a whole different... The restrictions and the rules, as I the said... Box, the man. They are different. They aren't so... I would rigid, say not so rigid. They're not so rigid exactly. where it says if you don't, you're not a man. Yeah, exactly. If you don't do this, you're not a man. Exactly. I don't hear and I don't see online. Well, don't want to limit everything to online and social media, but you know we don't hear as much ridicule for men doing things from other races as we do from the black race. So men probably have become a little unappreciated to say, well, damn, you don't appreciate me. Maybe somebody else will. No doubt. Maybe may, maybe I could go over here to 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 Sweden or Israel or fucking Iraq, and and, and I could get a little bit of respect than telling me just because I don't make more than forty thousand, I'm not a real man. Well, that that's one of the things that you know. Um, that's one of the aspects of my experience in Japan that I really appreciated, and it was. It didn't seem to me like any of the Japanese women, and I'm only talking about Japanese. You know, I'm not, I'm not talking about other other races. I'm t- talking specifically about Japanese. Right. Those Japanese women, the ones that I met, um, didn't really seem concerned about my financial situation at all. Okay. It, it just wasn't. A they question. were more into you as a person, just as opposed to, to what you had or what you. Can yeah. Who's this dude? You know, what, you know, what does this dude find interesting? You know, what can I learn from this dude? You know. The, my finances, my finances never came into play until I got married, had two kids, and then of course, it's a, you know, it's it's a, it's a necessity. But in terms of just you know, two people meeting each other, when I was you know, my first after my first few years in Japan, I just recognized that I wasn't I wasn't all pent up and I didn't have any anxiety about whether or not this person is thinking, how much money does he make? Where does he live? Those things just didn't really crop up and it allowed me to expand my own experience. Here's a here's a kicker. Was that uh was that a bit of a shock to you that you didn't have to worry about that? Like didn't you feel like you, you ever be in a situation where you go, something ain't something right. right. Right, right, right. Like I'm not used to this. Like yeah, you it know. took me it took me years, bro. It took me, you know, quite a bit of time to realize like you know, you really are into me as opposed to yeah, what I can do for you. Yeah, and, per and, se. and that is so, it's freeing. You know what I'm saying? It's freeing for you to express yourself in ways that you might otherwise not express yourself. You know okay. what I'm saying? If you, if you, if you're in a situation where you know that the woman that you're talking to is expecting you to have a certain list of checkoff things, he's got a bank account, he's got a this type of car, this type of apartment, this type of job, this type of... If you're in that box, then all you're thinking about is that box. You yourself, all you're thinking about is ticking off this. Okay, I talked about my job. Now I should probably tell her about my house. Okay, now I talked about my house and my job. I should probably tell her I got insurance, too. You know, (laughs) all these things. Don't talk about the kids. You ain't saying nothing about the kids. You know, I should, you know, we've been talking 15 minutes. I should mention my children, you know. 
all these things limit you in terms of how you can express yourself and when i you know when i lived overseas man those those women didn't care you know they the, the truth is they didn't care about my past at all all they cared about was who's this dude standing in front of me right now and bruh there's that's freeing man freeing man that's that's freedom for you to you know for you to uh, for somebody to allow you to be who you are right in the moment is very freeing man yeah i can imagine absolutely okay so i i think we need to go ahead and uh lead into how do we think something like this should be addressed and resolved because now i think we've touched on reasons behind it do you think people will accept hey this is we aren't going to other races because we don't love our black women because that's what it becomes it's become a a whole concept of now hate self-hate you self-hate you 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 can't you can't handle a black woman that's not the case like i said what does that mean because black women black women feel like they are the strongest of all races because of what some of them what what they have dealt generally speaking not all women because of what maybe they have personally dealt with that maybe they assume that other races have not gone the so, whole pain, so the, the, the absent, the absentee. Yeah, because I came over, I overcome all my adversity, and I've taken care of Lil King and Lil Demonte and Lil Nene, and we did it without him. Mary J. Blige made a song called "Take Me As I Am." I have nothing at all. See, that's no man. I, I don't just, I don't agree with that. Take me as I am. That's nonsense, bro. That what that does is. That says, says you don't have to grow. You don't have to grow and then neither do I. What if I want us to grow? That whole take me for who I am, that's nonsense. And that, more than anything else, is holding, you know, beyond just the black race, but the human race back. You know, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine just the other day, a woman from Vietnam, don't matter. But we were both kind of mentioning the fact that this whole take me for who I am and, you know, Accept me with all my flaws. Like, no, why? Why not try to improve? Why not try to change? Why? Not? I mean, if those flaws have not resulted in success in the past, what, what makes you think that they're going to result in success today? You know, if you it, don't do that, improve. Preach, brother Trevor. Preach, bro- <laughs> preach, brother Trevor. So Y'all heard no. that? I think nobody wants to accept that they are wrong, and they may need to. And when you when you have to grow, it's a challenge. It's difficult. Like I growth got, is hard, bro. I got mad vices that I'm trying to put down right now. Right. I got mad vices, but I at least recognize them, and I'm you know I have a plan to try to stop my vices. Growth is difficult, but people in a relationship see like is another thing. Here in the West, we have this concept of romance. You know this romantic connotation of oh I fell in love. He was so wonderful. She was so wonderful. I fell in love, and we. My belief is we allow ourselves to get caught up in that the wave of that emotion without thinking constructively and pragmatically and practically about where where I am in my life in this moment and where this person is in is in their life in this moment. Where do I want to get to moving ahead? We just allow our emotions to kind of rule without thinking. And I think that's another thing that, you know, that I was able to pick up in my time in Japan is they're not a very emotional people. You know, they're a lot more practical. They're a lot more thoughtful. They're a lot more, you know, they're, they're slower. They allow, they allow themselves to think about things a lot deeper 
take a lot more consideration with things than we do in the West. Here in the West, we need an immediate answer. You know what I'm saying? There's no silence. There's no sense of contemplation. There's no sense of consideration. Everything has to happen fast. Right. And we are, you know, we treat our relationships the same way. We see a girl with a big booty and you want to get with it without thinking. What does that booty come attached exactly. to? Exactly. That, that, that's, that's, that's what I do. What is that booty? I But you learned, right? But I learned. That's you know what that is? You know what that is? You know what that is, people? Growth. Growth. That's growth. Growth. That's growth. That's growth. So, so Mark L, what you got for him? Because I, lo I love big booty. Now, uh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> A lot of brothers would be like, oh, Japanese ain't got no ass. No, I love big booties as much as the next brother. But, <laughs> but I have realized, Trev, you know, there might be some stuff that you know that, that might you might not be able to get that big booty, but there's some other great stuff that you can get in place of that big booty. <laughs> right. Life is a sacrifice. <laughs> it's about compromise. Hey. <laughs> um, you know, in in just you know contemplating this, um, having been on this earth for many years, many years, uh, many many years, you know, thirty two whole years, at least thirty, at least thirty two. Um, I've never limited myself to specifically staying within a racial construct. Now, let me let me just preface this by saying, you know, I was born and raised on the south side of Chicago. So, so shout out to Chicago. Shout out, shout town. I was born and raised on the south side of Chicago. Um, I grew up around people that looked like me. I fell in love with people that looked like me. I dated people that looked like me. I went to high school in a mixed high school environment. It was all male high school, so I dated nobody. <laughs> okay. But, you know, we met other ladies from other schools. Right. I dated people that looked like me. I talked to people that looked like me. But there was never anything in me that said, you know, should I see someone I'm attracted to? You know, if I see a lady that I'm attracted to, that her color was specific to why I'm attracted to her. Now, you can have, you know, you can have whatever skin color you want as long as we vibe. That's the right. way I feel about no it. No doubt. As long as we vibe. If we have a vibe, we got a vibe. No doubt. That's, that's for real. And anybody that knows me knows that's that's how I move. I move off the vibe. So, you know, it's never been a thing of a racial construct for me. But like right. I said, I grew up in a household where, you know, don't bring home if you can't use your comb. Mm. I heard all of that stuff. Right. And I'm pretty Crazy. sure that, you know, people have said things about me dating outside my race. As a matter of fact, it'll be... It would be odd if I couldn't say that I'm pretty sure some sisters have kicked me out of the dating pool or the sure. possible dating pool sure. because I date outside my way. Sure, sure. Why? I don't know. I don't think it was anything to do with my personality. Well, they, you know, they, they, they take it personally. They do. And, they and some of them do take it personally. Absolutely. I've heard that. And, you know, hey, my, my thought process in my mind is a little is a, is a little open. It's a little wide open. My thought process is that, you know, if you needed to put me out of your, your potential dating, then hey, that's okay. No problem. That's your preference. That's your choice. And that's fine because that saves me a headache because I'm going to tell you what I'm not finna do. Absolutely. I'm not finna try to justify to you why I dated, who I dated, when I dated them, how I dated them. I'm not I'm not about to do that because I'm grown. Mm. And not I'm going to date who I want to date. Not, mm. not so, you know, it's really not. So, you know, you coming to me to try to argue with me the point of why you shouldn't do something you're going to have to show me some evidence of why I shouldn't do it. Because, you know, for science, I need to understand <laughs> exactly why you feel this way. Right. But at the end of the day, 
the decision is going to be mine. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I don't see a problem with it. I say, be with who makes you happy. I mean, you know, I'm about that for anybody. I don't care. I don't care what your what your preference is as far as race, uh, sexuality. I really don't care because I know who I am and I know what I do. And anybody else who's out there seeking their happiness, like I'm seeking their happiness, I'm not trying to get in their way. No doubt. Right. I and I'm, I'm gonna tell you what's enough problems in the world, right? right? You're not gonna get in my way either. So I really, you know, give a fuck about what you feel. I'm just gonna keep it real. That's just how I feel about it. So, yeah. Boom. Outstanding, Mark. Marcus. Marcus. Marcus, darling. So, um, I'll say this. Women. <laughs> we love you. Period. Period. But, but even in loving you, you do not own us. Nobody owns nobody. And I'm, I'm you know what? I'm writing a, a film right now. And just last night, the male lead character in my film said to his woman, you don't know me. There you go. He just said that to her. You... Interesting. This, this is, 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 <laughs> but it, they, you can make things very confusing with your wants in the world. Because everybody, as Trevor has been saying, the whole show has operated in their box. And what they have in their box is only including things that they want. So you can't tell me or anybody that they're wrong because they don't fit in your box. Okay, so you want men, right? You want men to be men. You want men to lead. You want men to control the situation. You want men to actually be a leader and be a real man and be for you. I'm just saying, don't 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 mix it up. If you're clear cutting for this, be clear cutting for this. Mm -hmm. But if you're open to everybody Leave them alone and let them live their life because that's what they say about that, right? Shouldn't that include everybody? Yeah, absolutely. I, I use that because I know damn well they support that, right? Okay. Yeah, which is cool. If you're going to support that, you need to include that in everything and every other box. Along with leave them alone and let them live their life that also includes every other person as long as they're not harming you. What does it harm you if that man that probably ain't interested in you and your seven kids? <laughs> what about four kids? Fuck them kids. <laughs> we know my motto. Fuck them two kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not interested in you. Doesn't mean that you're not a great woman. Let's clarify that. But I'm not attracted to you. No, no, no. You could be very attractive. But I am not attracted to you. No, you could be actually totally perfect. But you're not perfect for me. You could, you could actually, God, Jesus, let's just put this in theory, can come down and walk and say, hey, that woman is perfect and I'm saying something. And I can say, well, shit, she ain't a hoe, so I need me a hoe. <laughs> I'm just giving an example here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I'm looking for right now. Right. It just doesn't have to be you, perfect woman, right now. Okay. Let that man who wants you find you. And if it just so happens to be a black man, it happens to be a black man. But just this is it. It may not be a black man. It may be an oriental man. 
But just like Trevor said, you're going to have to <laughs> make a choice. Because what they say about Ori... You want to be right or you want to be happy? <laughs> you want to be right or you want to be happy? <laughs> so, once again, let everybody weigh their options and you do what makes you feel happy as long as it is not interrupting anybody else's happiness. We have a good brother here. And, hey, man, I respect this guy. I respect these two gentlemen from the day one I met these guys. They've kind of helped me mold myself into being a better man than I am. Iron Sharpen Iron. Iron. Shout out to the Iron Sharpens Iron group, by the way. Um, but, you know, so just, just ladies, just understand this. Us dating outside of our race has nothing to do with a hatred for black women. It has something to do with where we may be at in their moment in our lives. It may not be. It may be I'm mad at black women. It may be I'm not around black women. It could be I just like women. It could be I just like women, period. It uh, could also be, you know, I just like white women. I just like Asian women. It could be, you know, the, the oh, point is, though, that, you know, these sisters don't have to take it personally. And, and I guess that's what I, I guess that's what I'm saying. It is not personal. It is not personal hatred to you women. And that's what we're going to end that with. Uh, let's go into what uh, Mr. Trevor has going on in his <laughs> life along with this book. That was a hard <clears throat> I understand you're looking for actors and talent. Kind of, man. Kind of. Because I act a fool, son. I act a fool. <laughs> I, mean, I, I act a fool on a regular. I act like I want to go to work. That's it. Right, right. You know, I'm just saying, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, well, right on. What you I doing? I do that every day. What else you got going on? No, I just trail? finished working on um, the Underground Railroad. It's an Amazon um, TV production. It's okay. going to be on Amazon, I think. Early next year, maybe this the end of this year. Um, okay, okay. I think did I did I see a teaser about that? I wonder. You might have. I might have seen a teaser. You about might have. That. Okay, all right. Well, I'm just, gonna be looking for you. I'm be like, oh, oh, I know that brother. I know that brother. Yeah. We're catching on him first. Oh, uh, yeah. So tell us about. It. It's uh okay. So there was a book I think it was written around 2014-15 uh, called The Underground Railroad. It was written by an author named Colson Whitehead. Okay. And um, obviously you guys know what the Underground Railroad is historically. I never uh, did find the track though. I, I, so okay, so it's funny you say that. In the book, the book is a fictionalized version of the true historical events in the Underground Railroad. And in the book, there was an actual railroad. Okay. An actual Underground Railroad that black slaves have been had been and have been digging for years and they built an underground railroad to take them to freedom. Okay. And that's what the book is about. So uh, Barry Jenkins, who is an Academy Award winning director, he directed uh, uh, he directed uh, Moonlight and um, Oh wow, okay. Beale Street. Okay, okay. Um, he's the director of this 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 project on Amazon and I play one of the slave rescuers and we, we I just wrapped, but there's I think I think they still have about two more two more weeks of shooting. They've been shooting here in here between here and Savannah, okay. um, like eight months, man. Okay, it's a big deal. That sounds good. The light skinned guy can't be saved. You know it. Uh, hey, listen, wait, wait, hold, who the light skinned guy? <laughs> and suddenly the podcast changed. <laughs> Which one of us three is the light skinned well, guy? Well, I'm Bronzonian. <laughs> no, but uh, so how did you come about this role? And, and and you being an actor, how long have you been acting? And, oh man! You know, tell us about your acting travels. I don't want to talk about all that, but I've been I've been at this acting thing here in Atlanta since I moved here. Okay, that's that's almost four years. Okay, okay. Um, I got the role. Uh, you know, I have an agent, so I auditioned for the role last summer while I was in New York. It's kind of crazy, but I auditioned for the role last summer while I was in New York um, two three times. 
came back to Atlanta at the end of my stay in New York, and my agent called me and said that Barry liked what I did. I gave him the job. Right on, man. It was the best experience I've ever had as being an actor, by right. far. It's the best experience I've had being an actor. It was amazing. Okay, right. good. good. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, congratulations for that, and we will be checking for that. And just keep us updated so we can post all activities of that. Yeah. On the yourradiocast.com website, we will give you support of that, and we do want to support the book. Tell the people about the book as well. The book's called The, the Eternal, Eternal Outsider, Outsider: Ten Years Black in Japan. Um, you can get it on Amazon. I'm gonna check this out because this, this I'm it's a heavy it's book. It's kind of X-rated, man. You know, oh well, like, yeah, well, well, uh, well Mark L. Uh, the Dark will yeah, be having you come read some excerpts. Def- definite stories in there, man. I mean, wait, it's what, she did what with her foot? Wait a minute. That's <laughs> <laughs> what really happened. So I wanted to tell the truth. That was terrible. Thank you for coming in this evening Appreciate on uh, the mail me. review on Yale Radiocast. Thank you for everybody watching on the live feed. And uh, let me ask you brothers a question: you got, Y'all got daughters? I got no. You don't. I got, have I got a whole shitload of nieces. Okay. Shit sons. Nice. Sons. Imagine you have a daughter. She's 16, 17. She comes home with a white boy. How do you feel about it, Dad? This is my boyfriend, Jerry. If uh, okay, I can speak on that. That's, that's, that's good. I mean, if that were to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, hey, let's just keep it from you. We, we live in 2020. If one of my sons came home and said, hey, this is, uh, this, this is, you know, this is my boyfriend, Jerry. Um, does he make you happy? Um, are you guys good to each other? I don't have a problem with it. This is a person. And, and when you mad at Jerry, he don't become that white boy, Jerry. Right. <laughs> you got problems with right. Jerry? Yeah. You and Jerry work at it. Yeah. I can that, that's between you and Jim. Mm-hmm. Right. So my thing is, I can see the person, and I don't necessarily have to see the race. Is right. there is there any race or any nationality on earth that if your daughter brought this person home as a dating partner that you would feel offended? Is there any only one? Only one? Only which, one? Which one is that? The fuck boys. Don't <laughs> bring a, no fuck boy to my house. It's a whole race of them. It's a whole race of them motherfuckers out here. Don't bring no. Don't bring no fuck boys. Is taking. Don't bring no fuck boys. Like they zombies. And I can read them. Okay. I can read them. Oh, yeah. I, me, I'm going to say... I got, I got one, though. I'm reformed. I can't reformed, say... So I, I reform fuckboys. I'm saying who fuckboys are. I'm going to tell you. I can't right say on. this. That my son, my, my, my youngest son, Devin, what's going on, son, his current and recent relationship is with... The current girl is Asian. The recent girl was a white girl. Now, there was concerns with the white girl. It, was, it had nothing to do with her being white. It has something to do personally, and this is where my mind is on it. In case anything happens and something goes wrong, and authorities become involved. Ooh, wait, that's a whole other show. I have some concerns. Because things had gotten that way at one moment, and luckily nothing happened. But, and this is behind a lot of things that we saw last couple years. Now, not to say that this can't happen with a, 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 a black female as well, but we've seen within the news in recent years about how things turn out when cops become involved in a situation. Okay, so and how do you advise your son in that situation? What, told, do, you, what I, do you say to him? I, I told him to be very careful in understanding of the world that we live in. It's not about her being white. 
what I want you to do, son, is read some of these news articles. Huh, it's not about her being white as much as it's about him being, being black. black. Read some of these news articles. And I was sending him links of stuff that happened and how it turned out. And I said, you have to be very cautious with what you do. Great advice, bro. And ain't that a bitch? That's perfect it's, advice, It's bro. nothing ain't about her being though. white. That it's you a, have to give that advice, right? Right, right. right. So, you know, um, shoot, I went down there and I took them out to eat and everything. Nice, bro. You know, he, she came to his basketball nice. game and, come on, Justice, you know, and got in the car and we went to the mall and everything. It's wonderful. And I was sitting there and just asking him some questions and, you know, seemed like a nice girl for wonderful. me knowing at the time, like, hey, this is just a moment. She ain't going to be with nobody, but, you know. And <laughs> We're talking about him specifically. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do a little stupid thing. Let me ask y'all another question. What's up? If we got time. Yeah, we, got time. we got time. We got time. I mean, we're going overtime. This is uh, mail review overtime. Uh oh. Overtime. Yeah. Is there any race or nationality that you brothers would not date? Is there any. Think, think deeply. You know, don't just, you know. Think about it. Is there any particular race that turns you off, or you, you know, you've had a bad experience with, or you don't, you know, you don't like their values that y'all brothers would not date? You know what? Um, I would say that uh, no. I'm, I'm gonna say no, simply because I'm thinking I'm more into the people than 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 the color. I'm definitely more into people than the color. So you know, I because I, I've dated I've dated a woman who was uh, Middle Eastern, but you know she. Though she was Middle Eastern, she moved to New York at a young age. And so she was really Middle Eastern in appearance, but for right other everything Otherwise, else, she, she was, was pretty American. She was very much American, but um, you know, she celebrated celebrated Diwali, which, you know, is a is a celebration they have in uh, the Middle East. Um, and so she I've seen her, you know, in various events or cultural events. I've attended cultural events with her. And, and you know, I'm, I'm really into finding out about other cultures. I definitely dig into my culture. And I also right. like finding out about other cultures. So, right. no, I, I didn't say no. I don't see it. As long as I dig you as a person. I mean, hell. I mean, there's people, there, there's black women I won't date simply because, you know, I don't like the attitude. And, and that's the thing. I think what, what a lot of women I've not understood, and I'm not going to limit to this, I just, I, and I think people hasn't understood, if the reason that somebody's not dating you is because of you. Right. Not because of your color. It has nothing to do with your color. It's because of you. Now, <laughs> what are. has happened is, if you if you let if you let trends determine that, trends have determined that the black women are not the woman to be with. Don't let Tr the devil use you. Trend, trends Don't let the devil use you. you. The trends have used black women and allowed black women to make themselves not look so good as a mate. If you if you if you see what I'm saying, I got you. not to say that they're not worth it, but I said you believe the hype. Yeah, they yeah. Got out there. Trends, you the hype they trends got. have made women want to be Cardi B. Trends have made women want to be like Megan Thee Stallion. Trends have made black women want to do cucumber challenges. Trends have made women want to be the most sexualized creature on earth, yet ignore that you just had the most presidential woman ever in your presence in Michelle Obama. So I'm saying? So nobody has taken on that image. They've taken on a trap queen. They've taken on a stripper. They've taken on empowering their sexuality as a flag. 
So maybe that should be something that women should be very in tune with that. Yes, you can be whoever you want to be. Don't get it twisted. You can do whatever you want to do, but do not exclude the fact that you will still be judged off your actions. Listen, listen. All of us should strive to improve our characters. All of us. Nobody is perfect. So we should all try to improve ourselves in terms of our characters and characteristics. Mm -hmm. My belief, having traveled, having been lucky enough to do some traveling, is that there are some definite ailments, illnesses, cancerous issues going on in the black community. There's definitely some things, bro, that I don't want to have nothing to do with. So we should, you know, I believe individually, we should recognize what the bad things, the negative aspects of our community are and try to improve those. And the only way to do it is individually and then beyond individually, collectively, and then beyond collectively, you know, within our communities, we can do it as a larger group. But there's definitely some issues that are inside of our black communities that me personally and individually, man, I I don't want to have nothing to do with it. And if my, you know, if the women who live in that community embody those same characteristics or what have you that I see as negative, I don't want to have nothing to do with her. I'm definitely going to step outside of my little circle and find somebody who has the values that I want to resonate with. And if if it means me getting on an airplane and going to Japan, I'm getting on a plane, yo. That's just what it is. (laughs) There you go. So think about the decisions that you make that may result in somebody who just so happens to be a black man. If you're a black man. Just so happens to be a black man who and and, and yes, it's some things that we need to address in how we carry out. Absolutely. Everybody individually, man. And and that's what we've been trying to come across. Like, hey, we don't get chose either. Hey, you don't. Markel said he's a recovering fuckboy. I just recovered. I, 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 look, you, are I, you look, taking my, your medicine? Are no, you taking your no, medicine? Look here, my it card, look like you are. My card, <laughs> my card is is still in 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 somebody's circulation. A fuckboy, you know what I'm saying? Fuckboy is fuckboy credit. Fuck I, still, boy I, hood. I still have fuckboy credit to pay off. Still have credit. Oh yes, God. I still have. But no, <laughs> this is true. I mean, you know, we we go into this with checking the mail too. So just yes. just to let you know, the listeners know. You know, this is not a, a bad session because yes. trust me, I understand. Black men, we we have our problematic things too. Yes. Brother Trevor even said, you know, I have vices that I'm fighting. I have vices. Yes. You have vices. We all have vices. And some of us maybe not even worthy. Right. But and then guess what? We're mad that don't nobody want our fuckboy ass. Correct. So, so that that happens. Look. I'm, I'm fully, I'm fully aware, yeah. and I'm fully why, ready. Why, why she don't want me? Well, you right. know, are you working? No, but sh- well, goddamn, like what? Well, well, what, what do you offer? What are you offering? What do you bring? To what the do table? you bring to the table? So we get it. We, 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 we definitely understand. We get it. You know, and, and when we do, when that light bulb does come on in our head, at that point we make a decision to say, well, maybe I need to change what the hell I'm doing. Correct. Or you bump your ass enough or times. Or you bump your ass enough times. But then again, you've seen it. The 50-year-old dude in the club that still can't pick up no, but he's still trying to pick up. So, so yes, yes, yes. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I was in the club last night. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's wrong with a 50-year-old dude in the club? <laughs> you trying to get some love in the club, bro. Love in the club. Wait, no, no. You married. You married. You married. You married. I'm the only poly man on this show, so I could have been in the club trying to find some love. You were just in the club. I'm polyamorous, though, so I'm cool with it. You was, you was in the club. But what I'm saying is that that guy's 50 still 
not realizing that he's a problem still and searching. He's a boy. That still searching for. So yes, sure. it, it it happens on our side as well. Correct. So if you're not being chosen, you may not have something to do with your race. It may have something to do with how you carry yourself. You specifically. You specifically. Fix you, and maybe somebody will see that you're a fixed product. Or don't fix you. Or don't be, fix you. Be who you be, want to be yes. and accept who comes. And accept what comes with it. That's it. That's it right there, That's man. It. Yell Entertainment, your radio cast, the mail review. Gold this was standard, a, the man. gold standard of online radio. You better get with it, man. If we are growing. Watch the movement. Log on to yellradiocast.com. Follow us on all social media sites at Yale Radio Cast or the Yale brand. We have two different sites, the Yale brand and Yale Radio Cast on social media. Thank you for tuning in. What's the model, man? Get the business. Yale. 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 Radio Cast. Radio Cast. Radio Cast. Radio Cast. Radio Cast.